Hey, Anton. Yeah, Margaret? You know what people don't talk about enough? What? The way after Wilhelm's speech, when he looks directly at the camera, he's making all of us the general public. Welcome to People Don't Talk About Young Royals. I'm Margaret. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm Anton. My pronouns are he, they. And we're here to discuss the show our friends are too sick of hearing us talk about. If that sounds like you, stick around. If your friend sent you this podcast out of a desperate attempt to get you to watch Young Royals, take it as a sign. Go watch Young Royals, then come back to this podcast. Margaret, what are we talking about today? Today we'll be discussing the cinematography of Season 1, Episode 1. <laughs> a little disclaimer for you. In this, in this discussion, we won't be summarizing the plot of the episode, because we already did that. If you need or want a refresher, head back two episodes in our feed to our most recent This Week at Halerjka for a full breakdown. This episode discussion will likely be all over the place, so strap in. You have been warned. I need you to know that yesterday when I was watching this at like 1am, I was like, I kept going, like I kept re-watching the same scene, even though I had all my notes taken, because I was like, oh, this was so <laughs> and that's when I started texting yeah, these, you. Yeah, these notes, these notes <laughs> definitely took, like, both less time and more time than I feared that they would. Um, yeah. Uh, like, don't want to immediately derail discussion, but, like, I feel like it's just interesting from, like, a, a meta point of view that, like, on the... Well, it didn't help that little behind-the-scenes next episode is... Art of the, our art of the choice, and I feel that both scripts at the same time, uh, because yeah, me too. We're recording it on the same day. Um, yeah. More behind the scenes stuff. Um, so yeah, so basically, like I'm looking at acting choices and cinematography at the same time on two different documents, and going back and forth between the two, and making sure I'm in the right document, which is which it definitely is, yeah. it definitely adds to the time. But yeah, regardless, I yeah, you good? Yeah, you're good. Or I would get stuck looking at one and be like, oh, the acting in this scene is so good. And then I would get to the end of the scene and I'd be like, I forgot to look at the cinematography. Crap. Now I gotta go back. Yeah. And then I would do the exact same thing again in the same scene. I'd be like, are you I, I, by the end, I feel like I got pretty together. good at rec- being able to recognize like what is cinematography and what is acting, which mm-hmm. might actually be a good little extra disclaimer that we don't have scripted out for this episode. Um, for people who maybe not be maybe not familiar with the term cinematography, um, or just like don't really know what, how we're going to distinguish between what's cinematography and what's acting. The way I did it personally, and we might run into things across the course of these episodes that we're like, wait, this actually belonged to the other script, and that's fine. Um, yeah. uh, I see cinematography. I use it as very as a very broad term in the context of this episode as anything that wasn't the actor's decision. Um, mm-hmm. anything that was probably like the director blocked it this way, the literal cinematographer decided that it should look this way. Um, mm-hmm. like, it, like so- something that is about the artistry of the filmmaking itself and not yeah. about the choices that actors are making to bring the text to life. 100%. Yeah. That's also kind of how I did mine as well. Cool. Glad glad that is true because we didn't talk about that beforehand. No, we didn't. We did not. <laughs> We're like, I'm like, Margaret knows what cinematography is. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, you're hosting this episode. So 
Uh, although, yeah. yeah, like your first point is a bit later than my first point, but true to form, you get to start. Okay. It's not the first point I made, but it's the one I used in our opener. The first point I made was about yeah. the room that the speech was in. I don't want to talk about that first. I want to talk about the way that we zoom in on Wilhelm after he gives his speech in the exact way that like the camera recording his speech is so that we are the general public who is watching this speech and how like yeah from that moment on everything we see is his public life that he lives for the general public yeah and um, that just makes me crazy every time i watch that scene yeah I mean, I feel like I'm looking down at my. I'm looking looking at my notes, and I I was for a reason. I mean, I think I knew how much about how much episode I still had left, and I was like, eh, "Mark is going to talk about this. I'll just I'll just write in like we got to talk about the zoom in, but we're probably going to anyways." So then I moved on. Um, no, but I definitely agree. I think that is definitely everything up until that point is preamble mm-hmm. for that shot. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Like, everything else is context in order to get us to this place where we discover kind of in this, I, like, and I feel like I always, I'm like, stop myself before I say something really dramatic and then I say it anyways. Say um, it. I'm like, uh, like, that's when the show becomes the show and tells you what it is. Yeah. Um, Like, I mean, I'm going to probably keep bringing it up every episode, but Do like. It. As someone who's walked watched many reactors, um, like every single time, almost every single reactor will include that the like actually I think I actually don't know if there's a single reactor that I've watched who reacts to the pilot and doesn't include their reaction to Wilhelm turning to the camera because you can't not it's so like yeah impactful and because this is yeah and because this is an art of the frame uh, we are talking specifically about the choice to tell uh, the actor, Edvin, to do that. Um, and, like, the way it is shot. Yes. Um, so I guess, uh, do we have specific thoughts on that? I mean, I've got a lot of thoughts on the way, especially the first one, how we can see the camera that's recording his speech. We can see that camera. And the way that we zoom in to him is very much like that camera is zooming in on him. It's not like, here's the camera over here, and now we're zooming in on him, like, in the front. It's like, he there's a camera off to the side, he's talking to the interviewer. We're not the interviewer, we're the general public that he's looking at. Yeah. And I think that that's what makes it impactful. Yeah. Like, on the one hand, like, he is looking at a different camera than the one... He's talking to a different camera than the one we're looking through. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, it still has this, like... It is... we, Like, I feel like... I can't remember what specific interview it was, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, with... I'm pretty... Rajda, probably. I directed this episode, like, because it's the pilot. But, like, I, like, I think they they've talked about somewhere, like, the ways in which... The, why that zoom is so long um mm-hmm. and like until i heard i I saw that interview i didn't and i but i noticed it this time around how early that zoom starts it starts really early it starts really early it literally starts from basically the like aid uh like assistant publicist person being like whenever you're ready mm-hmm. and i think it's really yeah. i think 
I just had this thought now. It it's really sad that it start the camera kind of. St- I'm pretty sure it starts zooming in before he like gives any indication that he's ready because he's not ready. He never says he's ready. He's not. Yeah. It just starts happening. <laughs> yeah, and it's like he doesn't even have control over when his interview starts. No. And it, he doesn't. It's just like whenever you're ready. But actually, we've already we're already rolling, so it doesn't matter when you're ready. We're ready for you to start. Yeah, we're 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 already rolling, and we're already zooming in on you. Uh, we're already yeah. the, the public is already honing in on you, and they're they uh, we already have all eyes on you. Um, yeah, and are waiting for you to screw up. And then he immediately does, yeah. which is like a different different conversation. But mm-hmm. like. We didn't really talk yeah. because it wasn't necessarily pertinent in our revel- in our previous episode about Wilhelm and Simon, the way in which Wilhelm just kind of fumbles over his words. Um, yeah. And, and like, the, the thing, again, uh, I think, bear with us, audience, as we try to figure out what should go in Art of the Frame and what should go in the, uh, Art of the Choice. But, uh, like, in, like, from a cinematography angle, the camera is catching all of that. Um 100%. Like it doesn't, it relentlessly moves in regardless of the fact that he messes up and just keeps moving at the same pace as we watch him yeah. mess up, start over again, uh, yeah. and st- fumble a little bit, but then keep going, keep going, keep going. And then, then yeah. and then give it, give the speech fine. I think he does fine. Uh, like given yeah, how he, he does. given how he's feeling, I think he actually does amazingly. Um, but like, mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah, it is, it's the fact that it's such a long shot. Um, like this show knows how to do quick cuts and when it stays Mm -hmm. on the same shot for a long time, there's a reason. Yeah. Especially if it's like, it's, it's not a static shot because we're zooming in, but it's not like we're moving across the room or anything. Like we are fixed on a single point and then we just keep narrowing in on it. Yeah, and the way that they keep narrowing in, even though he's made a mistake, is, like, it's not... I'm assuming that this was, like, a pre-recorded, but it's never, like, explicitly said that it is. But if it is a pre-recorded thing, the way that they keep moving in makes it so that they're not gonna, like, cut and edit out his, like, fumble. Because then the, like, video won't be cohesive. I think... Like, they just keep going. Yeah. I think they keep going because they don't want to have more than one take to hold on hold on to memory. I would guess, actually, that they do probably cut that out. Um, probably. But, like, the principle behind it is, like, yeah, the principle, we're going to catch all of this. Yeah. The principle behind it is that he, like, he doesn't know that is the thing. Right. Is, like, he doesn't yeah. get, he doesn't get control over what, over how his image is used um, and what, what of the, what parts of this recording they keep. Yeah. Like he can maybe imagine that like the parts that are like don't look as well for the royal family might not be included, but that doesn't mean that it's any less of an invasive scene. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly it. And just like the room that they're in is so it's such like an imposing room because they look so small. Yeah. And like, yeah. I don't know. I, guess, I know you have this in your notes, yeah. so we can talk about. You can yeah. talk about. Well, that, I was, I was like, thinking in this. Uh, my my earliest note starts a bit starts earlier than the place we were just talking about, and so I guess in the spirit of order, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, let's go back to the first one. Yeah, because uh, like, 
we would that deserved to be talked about first but um like so our, our disclaimer isn't totally a lie yes we this probably will be all over the place but like uh, we in a see in a, in, a, in an episode like this i well, we should at least try to stay in the same order unless we get tangent on a different <laughs> yeah, thing yeah. um so basically what i have up, up before that is just like the split between the limo and what actually happened at the nightclub um is masterful to me like i'm always so impressed mm-hmm. by it um like it was so, like i mentioned this i believe in our first episode like that was such an intense uh that was such an intense like first like minute to me that i like mm-hmm. immediately stopped watching um the first time i started it's the very show intense. um because i was like mm, i don't know i don't know man um <laughs> so but it's very intense but on top of that like like it's 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 chaotic but i think it's just very efficient storytelling um where like you don't with basically no direct explanation or dialogue you're just like oh so they like got too close he which wasn't giving them the attention that they wanted and they're like fuck you like um and then like also before that like before we enter the room where he gives the speech that little uh for the audience at the timestamp 158 there's just like a tableau of the royal court or like no basically no one is moving for a good like couple seconds so you just get to like basically take it in like a fucking painting um and it's just so good like it like they they use i'm assuming that's just like the best recreation they could do of the swedish royal palace but even so like it's it does such a good job of like we do not spend much time in this room and in this place but it tells me what this world is 100 percent, yeah because it's it is it is antique and it is it is so it's so ornate and every everyone is so careful like it it it, it, it strikes me as like you, my my house is a historical monument and like slash museum yeah and i can't ever fully like relax on my furniture like yeah, <laughs> yeah. no i like, agree it yeah and like you get you get, you get that you get that even more when you they actually enter the room and so i know you have thoughts about that so we can yeah the the room where they give the speech right is that what you're saying yeah Yeah. um i have thoughts i you've kind of covered it it's just like so ornate and like Mm -hmm. to me they look so like i don't want to say they look insignificant because they're the swedish royal family like they're not insignificant but in comparison to the room the four individuals sitting on the couch are like not the most I don't even know how to word this. I mean, the room takes it, up more. It takes of up more of the frame, and it also just shot, takes up more the, more of the frame than than they do. I don't want to say attention because I wouldn't say the first time I was like looking around at the room, but like th- there's just so much there that compared to the four that are sitting on the couch, they're not even like, the most significant portion of what's going on in that scene, even though the scene is fully about them. 
Does that make sense? I don't even know if that's really what I mean. Yeah. And I def no. Yeah. But like, I'm looking at, I'm like looking at your notes. Like I noted this in when I summarized this scene for, uh, for our this week at Hilarishka episode, like th- I, I don't, I, I, I can't tell. And I don't know enough about the Swedish monarchy, unfortunately, like, one of these days, I might want to try to look up what that painting is behind them. Yeah, I just assumed it was some, like, royal from uh, a long time ago. Yeah, and, like, she's she looks young enough to make me think that she might have been a princess, not a... Yeah. Which, like, also would be on theme. Either way, like, it's clearly some historical important figure from the family, like, of in the past, like, basically haunting them from behind. Yeah, it's haunting them, and it also, it, like, it reinstills, like, this tradition that is so important to the royal family that, um, like, they're fully built on tradition, let's be honest here. And it just, to me, that scene, they look so comparatively insignificant. You've got the, like, former royal behind them. To me, it comes across very, like, the individual person does not matter to the institution. They're just like a placeholder to continue the institution. That's how that scene reads to me. Like the individual doesn't matter. Which I think that gets reinforced by your next point, which I would, I think could be out of the choice, but because it feels like such a scripted moment, um, I would, I would call it um, out of the frame. Like the choice to have Wilhelm and Eric be asked to switch places yes um yeah like i think there is this thing where they all have their place and wilhelm didn't sit down in his right one and so they're like Mm -hmm. placing they're like placing them like dolls of being like oh no that he's not you're not you're not you're not you're not where you're supposed to be. So let's let's push you where yeah. you're supposed to be. Um, and I think it's notable that where he's supposed to be is next to his mother, the person who yes. is just staring ha- at him the entire time, being like... She's just staring him down with this, just like, I am disappointed in she's you. She's like, also, she, also, she's just like, you've screwed up enough, don't mess up. Yeah. Uh, he's got so much pressure on him. Like... I would fuck up so many times but if I had that much pressure on me. I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. to me, because we don't really see, because we don't see anything about the royal family before episode one. Like, we, you know, there's no, like, flashback to, like, what their dynamic was before all this. We don't know any of that. So I'm assuming that his, like, correct place is probably next to the queen. Like, before all this happened. Um, but to me, having him sit next to his father and then it's like, no, you actually, you got to go next to your mother. She's, like, shortening the, his leash. Like, you used to be able to go to public school. Now you have to go to this private school so we can, like, control everything. You were sitting next to your father. No, you got to sit next to your mother so, that, like, she can control that as well. Like, it's ve- it, to me, it feels very much like you're shortening whatever, like, freedom he did have. Yeah. You've like gotten rid of it. All. I really like the read of that. Um, and then, like, looking ahead, like the um, like what we 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 get the look, which it's iconic for the series. 
we we already talked about it, but like it's worth reiterating, especially for you real ones out there who have who are watching along with us who don't know what the rest of the show is. Just know that that look is iconic. Um, and so, but then from there, something that I think people don't talk about enough is our opening credits because they really behave like like looking forward a little bit like they behave not really like any opening credits we get anywhere else in and in any other episode of the show um because they're this really almost like avant-garde isn't the term but like they're just very they're they're way more they're 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 really artsy in the sense of like they're they're literally kind of just playing with that idea we're, we're just talking about of like of like them like in a like in a tableau in a like a in like a painting portrait and then and then it cuts go from the family to just Wilhelm and we're just like staring him dead in the eyes um of him of him just being like this is my life I guess uh I almost feel like I'm watching something I shouldn't be seeing because it's like so I don't know yeah I it's almost like yeah I feel like I'm like breaching his privacy again in that moment where you're just like staring him down and it's like the opening credits and the title card. Even just in this first episode, I think we start getting a hint that that's kind of a theme of Wilhelm's relationship to the camera that I think we're yeah. going to come back back to in these Art of the Frame episodes time and time again. 100%. Is that there is basically no time when Wilhelm is comfortable no in front of the camera no and his entire life is in front of the camera except for like when he is alone but even then yeah we're there right and And we're the general public i don't know if this is the right episode to talk about this talk about we need to talk about it eventually talk about it it might come up in our next episode too my theory is that Wilhelm is never not aware that the camera is there. We've talked about this off mic, haven't we? Because I we fully have. agree with this. Yeah, yes. I think he's constantly aware that like we I think, are watching I think him. In moments, he can forget. Like yeah. when he's when he's drunk outside with Simon. I think yeah. at a certain point he can just like not be like, eh, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And I think there's certain times, I brought this up later in my notes, so we can come back to it, but there's one specific time where we see him in, like, a vulnerable-ish state, and it's the first time that we see him in the episode without, like, his princely uh, demeanor, his princely, like, facade. Is it it when he's texting his mom at night? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I... I thought about that scene a lot more this time too, because I feel like I never really recognized that that is the first time we see him alone. It's the first time we see him alone. It's also the first time he talks to his mother, besides the like, um, yeah. when she like stop. is just yelling at the, him. Yeah, like the stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he I'm does say something. He says like. I want to live a normal life or something along those lines to her, but it's very, it's not a conversation they're having. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why we cut away in that, and her, and what she says in response becomes voiceover. Yeah. Like he he, that's not a conversation. No, that is a lecture. It's a um, lecture. I mean, and so is the texting because she's just like, "You'll feel better soon." Shut up. Yeah, but yeah, but I guess backing to where we were in the episode. You wanted to talk about the students in the windows that I didn't realize oh, yeah. until the okay. summary episode. Yeah. So um, when Wilhelm and Eric get to the school and they're like uh, greeting the head, the headmaster, the headmistress. Yes, they're greeting the headmistress. And August is there and Alexander is there. If you like look behind, the windows are full of students. And so not only is he getting his picture taken to be, like, put in tabloids and, like, whatever royal press release is going to happen now that Willem has started school at this, pub, like, this private boarding school, you also have, like, all the students of the school that are just, like, trying to look in on his life. Yeah. And it's so much in the background that you don't even notice unless you're, like, looking in the background, which I think is just kind of the truth of his life like people are always looking in always watching always trying to see what he's gonna do next and where he's gonna screw up next whether he notices them looking like whether he consciously notices them looking or not yeah and like your note here about the the way wilhelm's entire view in front of him is the photographer um yeah yeah Yeah. when they're, yeah, when, when, when they're sitting like, down, right? Yeah. Yeah. The flat. The when they're sitting the down, flashing, the just like right The flashing. There. I almost wrote that down, yeah. and then it was almost too depressing for me to write down. I just like I'm like I need to keep going, um, <laughs> because yeah. yeah, it's just like it's a lot. It's a lot. It's very. It's it's like purposely disorienting. Yeah. But in order to pull away from that for a second, then we get the entrance of the choir and Simon framed from Wilhelm's perspective. Like, I feel like this is the first time I've fully noticed it because I was looking at the cinematography is that is the angle is from below. So it's literally from Wilhelm's eyes. Yes, 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 yes. And that was a common theme throughout the entire episode that I didn't really notice until I was watching it last night looking for cinematography is we always see those two characters from like when they are together I still haven't what I didn't I was gonna time how long they're in like frame together like they're in a scene together I still haven't done that it's all good we have we have 10 more episodes in this about this episode um (laughs) (laughs) that is true um but we almost always when the two of them are together, we almost always see the one from the other's perspective. Yeah. Um, and like, well, and we've talked, we talked about this last episode, but like the, this, the choir scene is the one point at which they are in the same scene, but they, but we fully, we, we, we have at least established for us at our own headcanon that Simon does not know where Wilhelm is. Um, probably knows who he like, what we, we we probably knows what he looks like, but is not looking out for him and does not is not seen to spot him. No, he's just singing. No, but that's but that's because what's imp- like what's important is this scene is that we learn who Simone is, which that happens more for acting reasons. So stay tuned next episode. But what's more important 
and that is that Wilhelm's smile just takes up the entire screen. I love that smile so much. You know I do. Yeah. I love that smile. His eyes are literally glowing. Yeah. I didn't realize this until I was watching it last night, but his eyes are legitimately shining. Almost like he wants to cry? No, more like, I mean, it's probably just because of, yeah. like, the light yeah. Yeah. reflecting, but it's, like, it makes his eyes light yeah, up. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and it was something really small that I, like, hyper fixated on last night. <laughs> yeah. Wilhelm smile is just a thing that I feel like it's just, you could you could just screen grab that and be like, yes. Yes. Because yes. there's nothing else. Not only is there nothing else in focus, but there's literally nothing else on the screen. It's just him. Yeah. Like yeah. glowing. He's so happy. Yeah. Also, I love how you said, don't, a- don't ask me how many times I replayed this scene. I, okay. It was a lot. <laughs> I think it was at least six. I was like, Margaret, you've got to keep going. And I was like, but it's so good. Yeah. I think, uh, I have one, I have one thing before you're, before we both have the same point. Um, uh, okay. Which is just the scene between when Eric is on Wilhelm's bed, and 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 Wilhelm is there. Like the framing of that scene was so beautiful to me, and like the lighting coming yeah. in from the window. It's it is beautiful because it's like it's the only time the brothers are in the same shot, and it's just them alone together in a room. Um, yeah. And like, there's so much acting wise you can talk about in that scene, but like, I think just like the way that it's it's set up is just it's very like the room isn't very big, and so you just this very intimate feel. Um, it's very intimate. And then immediately gets pulled away when Eric leaves, and we get the shot that both of us talked about, which is just pulling. He away, looks like a lost puppy pulling away from Wilhelm and the in the hallway. He looks like a lost puppy. It made me actually a little bit, it makes me a little bit emotional every time I see it. Because he's just being left alone, and he looks so, like, curled in on himself. Like, he's sagging his shoulders, he's picking at his nails. He, like, calls, this is, this isn't cinematography, but he calls out to Eric, like, say hi to mom and dad for me. Yeah, we'll be talking about that next episode. Um, We don't have time. Like, but it's just, like. It's just, he looks so lost. Yeah. And just like and he's, he's, being the on- he's, the, he's the he's the only thing in frame. He's just alone. He's alone. He's been left he's alone. So alone. And it's he's like he's quite literally been left behind. Like Eric had to go home, obviously, because Eric can't like do school again. But like he's very obviously being like and quite literally being just like left behind. And now he's all by himself. Yeah. And doesn't have anybody like in his corner. Yeah, um, I want to talk a little bit about when we start getting Simone and Sara. Uh, yeah, do it. Like, I don't even. This note barely makes sense to me, but I I wrote it for some reason. Is when the when we're first. I just because just because I f- I find it gorgeous is like when Simon and Sarah are first walking to the bus stop and it's like just them. I wrote trees and tiny people because we're so. I far saw that last night and I was like, yeah, go off, Anton. We're so far away from them, but it's just like we like, are. Sur- we're like just surrounded by nature, 
in a way that it's we a gorgeous scene in a, it's in a way that we just haven't been yet um yeah and i think that really suits the way that like i don't know how consistent this, this is because i wasn't keeping track of it but i'm i'm curious to know if this like kind of keeps happening but like scenes where simon is the focus character are warmer in color they are um i think overall he's more of a like he's optimistic isn't the right word but kind of whereas wilhelm is just like kind of crumbling under the pressure yeah i think it's about um the worlds they they inhabit yeah like if there's anything this this episode is trying to do is to introduce you to not only these two characters but the worlds they're in yeah and the the people in those worlds and i think for me i I noted that when we're in the back of the bus with 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 simon and ayub and rosh we're just like it's like it, it isn't steady camera movement it's like we're just on the bus with them and just jostling like yeah. with the bus it's just i call it naturalistic of this mm-hmm. idea of it's like we're it's just like you're just there with them and yeah. and like they're all close together and it's just like you're they're all very they're just close and just it just makes everything makes simon's life seem so much warmer especially considering like not two not two or three scenes ago we got Wilhelm just being alone in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. And that act like that was a theme throughout the entire episode was when it's Simon and si- like people in Simon's world. Um you were always or almost always it was like you were sitting right there with them. Whereas the Wilhelm scenes are much more structured because like that's the world he's come from. His like his world is like structured to a fault everything is scripted whereas simon's is more like warm and welcoming and like yeah we're all the wilhelm same is, here wilhelm is structured and at a distance yeah. um and simone is close up but not in the way that wilhelm was wilhelm scenes are close up like wilhelm yeah. scenes are claustrophobic yes Su- simone's scenes are warm and intimate yeah, um, it's like you're part of their group. You're part of their family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know neither of us, probably you particularly, don't want to be talking about this next scene for too long. <laughs> um, but, like, we got to talk about it. We do. More than just mentioning in the summary episode. And it'll probably maybe come up later in different and later episodes down the line. Um I didn't really fully realize how po- how possible it was to make a shot of someone masturbating sad. It is sad, especially the picture she's using. Yeah. Like we're talking about Felice if that wasn't obvious. Oh yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's the only she's, she's the only in- person masturbating in episode <laughs> 1. <laughs> no, but you're right. It's sad and the picture what what struck me about the picture is Wilhelm is so obviously not comfortable in his skin in those pictures. I don't know. Which it's just... I think which I think gets to something that is 
it's revealed in dialogue and so we talk we can talk about it next episode because a lot of my more dialogue focused thoughts are in are definitely more tied up in acting than they are in the what we're seeing visually um but i think visually what we're seeing is that felice isn't necessarily i would posit based on other contexts but also just from this alone i could i could i could think i could i could adequately say like she's looking at his position and not him yeah she's, she's attracted at, to the crown she's looking at a photo of the prince and not at wilhelm yes like the second son of the swedish royal family like th- th- she she's seeing his title 100 percent, and yeah. not him because if she was seeing him I would hope that wouldn't turn her on. Um, yeah, that would make me more uncomfortable than just watching somebody masturbate. Yeah. Felice is very iffy in this episode, so well, yeah. we can move on. Um, uh, oh, and that's that's what I, that's, I, was, I was trying to figure out. I need to give myself more context in my notes of what scene I'm talking about, because that took me a second. <laughs> um, uh when we're when we're sitting with uh, uh, someone in Sarah's family down at dinner, like I think this was if this wasn't clear in my summary episode because it took too long for me to summarize and I was kind of trying to go fast. That's partially, or it was, or it just took too long because I couldn't speak fast enough. Like so much happens in that scene that's literally only like two minutes long. I always get really surprised at the timestamps whenever I'm going over that scene because I'm just like, so much dialogue happens. It's so much. It's so dense. And it's just like so many quick cuts, just looking from this way to this way to this way, this person to this person, this person, this person. Just like it's it's alive with energy. It is. In a way 100%. that will in a way that Wilhelm scenes are just dead. Like Yeah. Wilhelm scenes are like I wouldn't say the camera is static, but they no. don't you don't move perspective as like quickly and there's not you're right. There's not that like energy in it because that's not his life. Whereas Simon's life is very like there's a lot of things going on. It's energetic. It's like a quote unquote typical like what you would expect family. Yeah. Like a typical close family. Yeah. Um. Uh. Quick shout out to the moment when everyone starts praying in the in the in the in Wilhelm's first dinner scene and then him just nervously looking around <laughs> i i have yeah i have more i have more acting to talk about than that but like just the yeah, the shot like, of just down the row <laughs> and i feel like i can always kind of tell which hands are Wilhelm's even though it's cut off even though it's cut off yeah because it's just like he's he's slightly off yeah in everything in that scene which is so it's so good i'm with you with that it's like like he not he's not only new but he's also just like so uncomfortable being there it is and so it's just like he's just just out of step with everything and i think that's just that's just genius so i just talking wanted wanted to shout out the shout out how the way that what way that's contextualized uh and we can talk about it more next episode when we talk about acting um yeah no it's a good shout out though we talked about this a little bit, but the scene with him on the bed, with texting texting the queen, and I think is the next thing. Yeah, yeah. It just the 
like, it's the first time we see him without any of his princely facade. Like, like, he most likely still is probably aware that the camera is on him if we're sticking to our, Mm -hmm. um, our theory that we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. But it's the first time that he kind of is like, I don't give a shit if I'm being... I don't give a shit. It's probably yeah. not the right term because he very obviously is uncomfortable with always being in that like public eye. But it's like I think he's just exhausted. Yeah, it's like he's just so exhausted that he can't care right now. Yeah, and like okay, I think I I was I was just realizing we did talk about him in the hallway. Uh, I don't I don't necessarily know if there's anyone looking at looking at him in that scene. But yeah. I think he like he's 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 defeated enough that like it's a little bit of vulnerability, but yeah. like. Something I was just thinking about, um, and this is definitely way, way more way more acting, but just like the we are just in this intimate moment with him, where he has he's used up so much of his energy for the day. Yeah, like it's taken everything he's had to get through today. And he already wants to leave. Yeah. Like, have you heard of spoon theory where it's like you have a certain amount of spoons for every day? Yeah. He's out of spoons. He's he's actually in spoon debt by the end of that day. Oh, yeah. And I think it's... um, I think it's distinctly different than when we see him in the hallway. Because when we see him in the hallway, there is a chance that somebody leaves their room. Like, mm-hmm. there is a chance that somebody is going to be observing him and so i think because while he does look very lost and like defeated Mm -hmm. there's still this like he's still a little guarded yeah he's still guarded and if you didn't know you would probably just be like oh he's saying bye to his family like he's just i don't know sad or whatever but you wouldn't be like no he's like fully heartbroken and going through it yeah um um, and then we go right before we move on to the next scene. You get the queen saying you'll feel better, and then a yeah. quick cut to the snow globe. Snow globe. A frog prince, a little yes. little frog with a crown, with golden with golden snow. Um, that little I mean, snow globe could get its own episode. I swear to God. <laughs> I mean. Shout out to, like, looking way ahead, the last episode of this of this episode cycle. Purple and purple and orange, baby symbolism. Yeah, stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned. That was that. I realized that sounded very vague, but I little teaser. Little teaser. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and then in the classroom scene, we both have like little stuff here and there. Yeah. For me, for me, the big, the one thing I wrote down in that scene is the is the very end on welfare receivers. We get that shift of focus, and I felt attacked. <laughs> like, I, like, 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 it was, it was this, like, it was just like we go from we go. It's like it literally just was so it was so clean. It was just like was. we Simon with Wilhelm being blurry, and then just like shift, and we're just like. And now we're in Wilhelm's perspective, and we're just yeah. Like, and now we're the ones being called out. 
Right. And yeah. so I think that's just a really smart way. Like we we've we've had we haven't really had to switch perspective in the same scene yet. And I yeah. because our characters haven't met yet. Our two main characters yeah. haven't met yet. So like we are I feel like that's like the, we're like we're teasing at this like they're in the same room together but we're mostly in Simon's we're, we're mostly framing everything from Simon's point of view but then also we keep cutting back to Wilhelm and then I think just that that like that that last little just bit of like shift of focus tells us okay for this next at the start of the next scene you're going to be in Wilhelm's perspective yeah and I I liked what you said um and I was looking at your notes last night I was like you felt attacked and I never really thought of it too much I was like oh yeah he's just calling out Wilhelm and he's calling his family like a welfare scam but then I read your notes and I watched the scene and I was like oh no like we are Wilhelm in that scene yeah and I did make the note that like the entire time every other character is being you see from like the teacher's point of view Mm -hmm. like you could very much be the person who's standing in front of the class yeah it's only when Simon is talking or when Wilhelm is like looking at Simon mm-hmm. or one like we see either of those two characters. Yeah. That it's taken from the perspective of like the other. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like when I we think, see Wilhelm, yeah. it's like Simon is looking at him. Yeah. Um I I think it's that's that's I think that's curious to know because I, I can't tell really if Simon is paying att- is paying attention to what the prince is thinking until he just kind of looks back Probably at him not. and it's like, well, welfare receivers. So, so it's like, it's like, it's like a hypothetically, if Simon was looking at him, that probably would be around the framing that, uh, the, the kind of framing that, that Wilhelm has. But like, just, yeah, especially Simon, it's just, I feel like it's just very much like, this is, it's like, like we, as well as Wilhelm are thinking, who is this person? Um, yeah. Yeah. This boy is very intriguing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I think we actually we highlighted the same thing um, in in the in the lunch scene, the, in the next lunch scene. Lunch. Because, and it's again to the end of the scene when it's like I th- I feel like I had I feel like I had to rescue you, and you just pan down the entire table. Yeah. To just seeing Simon with his guard back up. Yeah. Um, like. It highlights the distance between them, is what I wrote down. Is like we literally have to cross the physical distance between them to get back to yeah. Simon. Yeah, and we talked about this a bit last episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the last one. And we talked about how, like, when August does that, he immediately pulls Wilhelm back into, like, his world. Like, Mm -hmm. the world that he comes from. Yeah. And I think just, like, the way that that shot is, um, the way that that's done, Mm -hmm. and we see that is, like, again, it's, like, you see that physical, like, removing him from Simon and putting him down by his second cousin. Yeah. Um, When they're talking to each other in that scene... The whichever boy we're looking at, whether it's Simon or Wilhelm, they are the only thing in focus. 
they're not the only thing in frame, but they're the only thing in focus. Yeah. So, like, you're aware that there's other people moving around, but they are not what that boy is looking at, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they are... There, yeah, there's definitely a soft, like a, a like a sharp enough focus that you're just like, they like they are, until August gets August pulls him away. Yeah, they kind of are just in they they're in a world of their own for a little bit. Um, yeah, and when August pulls them away, then everything around them is like in sharp focus. Yeah, there's nothing that's like blurred out. Yeah, yeah, you're back to just like, yeah, um, yeah, and that wasn't a sentence, but. I will just, I'll just keep it in. Uh, uh, I don't think you have you have notes on this, but I wanted to quick touch on just like the scene with Mika and the ways in which we follow Simon, follow behind Simon into the apartment to just witness the mess at the same time he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we don't need to really dwell on that because I think it that kind of just says all it needs to, but like... It does. Like really what we're talking about with these episodes the art of the frame is the ways in which the choices of the camera work and the blocking impact our understanding of the story um and i think you cannot like there are moments where that scene becomes less subtle i mean more subtle there's moments where that scene becomes more subtle um and just like you start to kind of see things from some of Mika's perspective. But if you walk away from that scene thinking we should be totally sympathetic to Mika, I think you're reaching just a little bit. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Like, that is still yeah. Simon's scene. Um, as yeah. much as we can maybe maybe get glimmers of what Mika's thinking. Yeah. Uh also the close the close up on Simon's dead eyes. Like it, it, it's almost a match for the same level of close up as we had of Wilhelm smiling. Um, That's true. Wow, I never, I didn't put that together. Yeah, that, and also, it to a slow, somewhat of a lesser extent, you have it in the, you also have it in the, in the after I'm gay dad, and he's like, and he's like, oh, a cute guy then. That little smile. Yeah, it's it's less it's less close up, but like. Yeah. But like especially when it's... when Simon's just like taking in everything before him, um, yep. it's again a little bit of an inverse in this moment because shoot we didn't even talk about this last episode because I'm just realizing it now. Um, Go do it. Wilhelm is having this. Have we have this shot of Wilhelm? being so happy the moment that Simon enters his life. And yeah. if you contextualize why Simon is there in Mika's apartment, it's because Wilhelm entered his life. Because it's, yeah. the alcohol is for Wilhelm's initiation party, and August wouldn't have even approached Simon if he wasn't this concerned about looking good in front of, the, in, in front of Prince Eric. Yeah, you're right. And so it's like, We've talked about how, like, Simon scenes are so warm, Wilhelm scenes are so cold, um, but then you also have this this little inverted bit where, like, yeah. Wilhelm is so happy, and Simone is the one with dead eyes this time. 
when when we zoom in on him. Yeah, and yeah, I agree. I I do agree. Um. And then I wouldn't. Yeah, you're good. I wouldn't go so far as to be like. Wilhelm's happy because Simon entered his life, no. and now Simon is miserable because Wilhelm entered his life. No. I wouldn't go that far, but I do agree, and I'm not saying that you were going that far, no, yeah, but I do agree with what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, everything in the, in the show is going to be more, more nuanced than takes yeah. that one of us kind of just randomly says, but, like, it is... I, I, I point this out because I don't want what we've said thus far to come off as, like, a reduction of what the show is doing because anytime oh, any t- no, because no. i feel like almost every time that either one of us is going to say something like really broad and overarching we're going to find something within that same episode that contradicts what we just said and makes it more complicated yes the, the show is very nuanced yeah which is why we can spend so long good. talking about it um and it's what makes it good. Yes. Uh, also, I wrote, stop, this hug is not okay, which is just the- It's not. The, yeah. Like, literally, if you if you pause at 32.15, audience, get ready for some pain, because yeah. Simon's eyes are open. And I, I don't know why that bothered me more this time around than previously, because I've noticed it before. That he never closes his eyes while his father's touching him. No, because he's always on guard. Yeah. He's waiting for, like, the second to shoot. But, like, it's framed in such a way where, like, he is around him. And we just can see enough of Simon's body to just know he's just stuck still. Yeah. It, like, even takes him a second to just, like, pat his father's back. Which is, this is our other choice, but... I'm just putting it out there. I'm just saying it. He, it's just the way it's framed in the acting. He's so uncomfortable to be in his father's embrace that, like, it's palpable. Yeah. Uh, do you did you do it? Did you have anything about the hazing scene? I just said it's fucked up, but also it is fucked up. Done. It yeah, it's disgusting. But cinematically so good. Um, I I kind of don't have a lot to say t- about it because of that. <laughs> um, yeah. I I made the mistake of watching it multiple times to see if I had anything <laughs> more to say. And I was like, nope. You had to watch it that many times for the summary episode and then yeah. you put yourself through it for this one as well. Yeah, Damn, for the audience. The I, was, I was messaging Margaret while summarizing the hazing scene for her summary episode being like, I just had to watch the spit cup scene like eight times in a row to describe it. Like... It's terrifying. God. It's just like we just like go from tr- like family trauma to giving your audience trauma by giving by putting them in a horror movie. Yeah. The the frame that I'm thinking of specifically is when you're looking from Wilhelm's point of view and it's just the like scary masks are all you can see. That's like particularly yeah. horrifying to me and I don't know why. For me it's this it's the same clown mask that I feel like everyone kind of focuses on, but it's that moment when uh, the the cl- the 
whoever's in the clown mask just like touches Wilhelm's face with his nose. Like I had to write about that in the summary scene, and I was like, I never noticed before that before, and I didn't want to notice it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just. Well done. We don't need to discuss it <laughs> any more than we already. Have. I think. Uh, okay, wait. Because now that you say that, everybody, not everybody, Christina and August at the beginning of the episode kept touching his face to like look at his cut. He's got no bodily autonomy like we talk about how he has no privacy Mm -hmm. but he also like doesn't have control about like he does not have bodily autonomy yeah i mean with august he just does that with everybody like i think specifically the moment when yeah he he ruffles simone's hair yeah um that's true you're not wrong you're you're definitely like you're definitely like you're definitely not wrong uh i just i i think he but he's definitely because his image is so carefully cultivated yeah. people are going to care how he looks um yeah yeah that's just something i noticed when you said when you mentioned the the nose being dragged across his face it's like people are always grabbing his face yeah. for something um before we get into the party proper um i wanted to highlight um the shot reverse shot of when simon and sarah enter the party and 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 wilhelm is on the couch and we see we it's like we literally see them looking at each other which i feel like is the first time that actually happens we're like the first time they're actually seeking each other out yeah in a scene without realizing that's what that's what that's what they're doing yeah or like the first time, like they just know each other, notice each other without trying to notice each other. Um, also, and also the fact that it's over August, saying uh, "keep your friends closer, enemies closer." Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Um, I definitely agree. You, you say your point about our perspective in the party. Um, oh okay yeah um the way like when they have like i guess it's a mosh pit that's what i'm gonna refer to it as but like all the people Mm -hmm. we are very much just another person at that party we're not like watching it from a distance we're not like some sort of like third party observer it's like we are in the party it's like we've attended, we are in the palace. Um, we're gonna get offered drinks next. <laughs> yeah, we're we're another one of the students. Yeah. Um like we're we're at we're at eye level with everyone. Yeah. So we could just conceivably just like look over and see anybody. Yeah. Um and in the spirit of that, something I did not catch literally until this watch through is when Wilhelm is chugging beer. Yeah. We have a quick, like, couple seconds shot where we introduce that Simone has his, like, halo crown glow stick on, and he is smiling fondly at Villa. It is clearly at Villa having fun. Yeah. And I'd never caught this before, because I think in my head, I just kind of always kind of just pegged Simone strictly into 
how like his awkwardness when Wilhelm first approaches him in like the in in like in like a scene or two. Yeah. But like we get this moment of confirming for us that like Simone is watching Wilhelm as much as Wilhelm is watching Simone. Yeah. We're just clo- following Wilhelm a bit closer because of what this show is. 100%. Yeah. I agree. Like, I think there are moments when the show can sometimes tip a little bit too much in Wilhelm's direction from episode to episode and scene to scene for, that, for uh, like, in order for me to feel like it's a totally, like, balanced dynamic and balanced story that we're receiving. Um but it's moments like these when I catch them, are are me are me seeing like okay no, like we have enough evidence to be like to know what Simone is thinking here. Yeah, it just might be easier to follow yeah, Wilhelm. Yeah, we see a yeah. lot more of the like, we we overtly see a lot more of the like what Wilhelm is thinking and then feeling and experiencing, and I think. The way that we see what Simon is thinking, feeling, and experiencing, while we do overtly see it some of the time, we also see it in those small moments, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, I think is important. Definitely. Um, Want to talk about Drunk Sarah for a little bit? Drunk Sarah, yeah. Um, I mean, like, just for starters... When she's just like chugging everybody's not finished drink, and then she's kind of the only person you're really watching in those scenes. Everything else is kind of I can't. It's like blurred out, but I can't remember if it's like blurred out because it's like made to be blurred out, or if there's just like so much motion around her and she's the only one that's like relatively still. I can't remember the exact, yeah. but she's the only one that we're like focusing on. Um, and then she's walking down that hallway and just like the lighting yeah. is beautiful. Like the purple. Yeah for, for, yeah. for me, that's what I started latching on first is like when we just get that close up of her yeah. and she's laughing and it's from her perspective of just like the sound is kind of just not all there. Yeah. Um, like it's another one of our little, like little, like close ups on characters that we've gotten a little we've we've gotten like a bit of here to here. August and Felice are probably the ones we get the least of it of. Yeah. But like of the characters we're like really following and especially at this point like meant to root be root rooting for, I think. They each kind of get their moment of like direct close up of in a moment of high emotion. Yeah. Um I agree. Uh and then we also get Felice smiling up at Sarah, and she calls her pretty for when he she calls her pretty for the second time, and her and Sarah's hands are like on her face. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a really pretty shot, yeah. Because it's like you see that little moment of Felice being like, "Who is this girl?" Yeah. And actually, she's not half bad. Um, it's like their turning point because yeah. before that, it was very hostile between the two, at least on like Felice's side sarah was not being hostile but felice was um and then yeah also uh teaser for a couple episodes from now it's also 
a great fodder for the shippers. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I'll leave that there. <laughs> I will also leave it there. <laughs> Just putting it out there. <laughs> we can discuss later. Um, Stay tuned. Yes. Uh, alrighty. I... Okay, at this point, mostly your last point, your, your your last note is just talking about the lighting in the party scene, which is very good. I think we've talked about that. I have so many thoughts about the last scene. I know you do, which is why I left it off for my notes. I love you. Okay, <laughs> let's get into this. I, like, I I feel like I might be speeding through this, but I think I just wanted to impart to you all that I have so many thoughts here because there are so many great shots in this scene. Um, you have these are when we first see them outside together and it's just like two boys you'd be unlikely to see. Wait, no. Backing backing up. I'm talking about when Wilhelm tells him to wait in the in when they're still inside the palace and just at a distance you just see these two people who like could not literally just like they just look like they're from two different worlds. Yes. But like us as kind of an outside observer, just kind of like seeing seeing them interact for one of the first times ever. Yes. Um and then and then we get outside with them later. And I called it like friendly but not intimate distance away from each other. Like I would say like, they're like a couple feet away from each other, which is like a distance that you're just like, you're not strangers, but you're also not particularly close. Um, and then you have, I don't know. Did you, like, I guess up to that point, do you have anything to, 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 that, that you want to talk about beyond what I've said? No, I fully agree okay. with what you said. I think that like, not strangers close, but like not mm. intimate. I think that's important because it's also very much where their relationship is at right now. Like, it's friendly. You know, they've interacted a few times. But it's important to note that, like, nothing has really yeah. happened between the two of them yet. So I feel like that very much reflects the, mm -hmm. the point of where their relationship yeah. is. And then next I have just the stillness of the moment when... Someone has asked him if he likes it here at Halishka. And we're just like sitting in the silence with Villa, just static camera on him, like wondering if he should be honest. And we have this light from out from the from like presumably like the stars or whatever, just like hitting him just off frame. From off from just off frame, and then you have this like Simon is still kind of partially in the shot. He's just, like, super blurry. But he's still taking up, like, half the screen. And so I feel like that, for me, that's how I kind of read it, is, like, he's clearly still having to give a response to this other person who is still there. Like, we're not totally forgetting that Simone is there because he's still, like, technically visible, just not clear. Um, and I feel like, yeah. for me, that just really weighted the scene more heavily in, like, Wilhelm is aware that this is this this response like is to somebody else, and he's like he's actually being intently listened to, um, and so he's like 
being like, is this the time to be honest? And then he decides not to be. Um, yeah. And then, oh, I love this. So Simone's, again, we finally do get a moment of Simone being happy, taking up an entire frame of his, yeah. when when we hear Nils be like, he, Wilhelm's probably out making out with someone. And then Simone, I, I finally define what it is. It's a, would it be so crazy? Grin. Like, yeah, it's just like, He's 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 just like, eh, eh, <laughs> like it's so it's. He says, and it's like maybe we're definitely in Wilhelm's perspective in that shot too, which just makes it perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, because you've got Simon's like maybe would that be so bad if we were making out, and then you have Wilhelm like what like, panicking, <laughs> yeah, um, doing what. Yeah. Yeah. And then like I want to I also want to shout out the shot when Wilhelm put his hand puts his hand on Simone's mouth technically for the second time, but like it's the first time that he like keeps his hand on Wil- on on Simone's mouth. Um and like yeah. It's like instead of just a quick movement, like it's a full shot of just just that that them like staying like that for a moment. It's just very it's very very yeah. And just like staring at each other like what yeah, it's like that's next? an image I want. I have in my head, and then the ne- the last last two things I have are the final image on final shot on Simone's face, and the final shot on Villa's face, and then the decision to cut to credits the moment Wilhelm closes mm-hmm. his eyes, which you can yep. you can, but also it's so cruel. I'm realizing now you can write a whole essay on what cutting when Wilhelm closes his eyes does like it's yeah you absolutely could it's beautiful it's like a it's a really good choice I feel like the episode wouldn't have been left at the same tone if they had showed what happens next yeah regardless of what happens yeah regardless of what happens but I think also if you kind of just even take for granted that they that they decided like oh no we're not gonna actually complete like play the scene out to completion um yeah when do we cut? And I think they po- chose the perfect place. It was so perfect. As much as it like sometimes kills me because I want to know what happened next, it's such a perfect place to cut it that I can't even be mad about it. Yeah. And I think that like it makes them better. I don't like the fact we don't know makes them better because yeah, what are these little like reading into these little looks and these shots of, for, that we're saying are from their perspective? Like, what is all of that other than us kind of just trying to fill in the gaps that the show leaves for us? Of of like really getting yeah. into these characters' heads of being like, when was this? What are they thinking here? Like, when does this like click for them? Um, and there's just so much left unsaid that. It's very smart writing because you can just let your audience do the work for you. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, good shows let the audience infer things. At least good shows for me. They let the audience kind of come to their own conclusions about certain things and like kind of piece it together, make sense of some things. Yeah. Um, And like give the audience the yeah. space to do really that. Really what I think, I've often heard it worded as, and I like this, I like it, I like saying this. 
the best shows are the ones that don't treat their audience like they're stupid um or or just don't hold their audience's hand um like i don't know if this yeah. is part of an effect of the fact that we're american and we're watching a show in swedish yeah. with in the subtitles um but like even i feel like even in swedish young rails moves at a fast enough clip that like you you're not really guided through this world you're kind of just like yanked through it um from scene to scene like yeah learning kind of alongside wilhelm but also just kind of just like within the listening listening in on these characters like what the hell is happening um like it's written really well that like yeah. you never feel lost expo- lost or you never feel lost or like in need of exposition really mm-hmm but at yeah, the same time, what's so great about that is that you never do that. They never give you exposition at the cost of making lines feel forced, which is so difficult to do. Yes. Um, a lot of good shows fall yeah. pit to that. And this show is really good about not. Although I think now we're starting to get into art of the choice territory. Yeah, uh, we are. We are. So... With that. With that, we should probably call it. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to keep up to date with when we release new episodes and other pod-related announcements, you can check out our Instagram at People Don't Talk About. Our next episode will be the first of a new episode type, entitled The Art of the Choice. In it, we'll be discussing details of the acting choices in Season 1, Episode 1. So stay tuned. And with that, all there's left to say is... Let's start a revolution, baby!